0: Simpiwe, the the question I think a lot of people are asking is how did the situation get so out of hand? 90 billion rand being owed for services, 9 billion rand being owed to ESCOM. How did these numbers start to accumulate into the billions before anyone takes notice?
1: Most of these numbers started accumulating right about uh, after 2009 when we analyzed the situation. It's a combination of factors. It's a well-known fact that uh, some of our municipalities are having challenges in managing their cash flows. Secondly, when they take action to implement their credit control policy, they are prevailed upon to pull back or not to terminate services. And as a result, you know, uh, some of these debts, you know, keep on escalating. But also it's been, you know, made a well-known fact that uh, we do have a challenge with our billing systems. So you'll find instances where there is a dispute about a particular bill, and then it keeps on escalating because of interest, because of other factors, and so on, until it is at the level where it is at today.
0: Do do municipalities feel to blame in in some part for the cash flow troubles within ESCOM, considering the amount of money that's owed to the state power utility and the huge cash flow problems it has currently?
1: We so wish uh, that it was simple and straightforward. Look, there are instances where because of the economic conditions within the country where people are generally unemployed, people are not paying for services that they demand, not because they don't want to pay, but because they can afford. But also there's a, a, a trend of increasing migration to metros, and these are usually poor people looking for jobs, looking for opportunities. They demand services from municipalities, But truth be told is that uh, they want those services, but they are not able to afford them. Now, it's national government policy that municipalities must provide at least a minimum of three basic services to everyone. And that costs money. Hence, municipalities need to have the equitable share so that they can meet their obligations.
0: So at the end of the day, if they're not going to get that equitable share, who's going to suffer, Simpiwe? I mean, is it really going to be ESCOM suffering at the end of the day or the municipalities suffering? Or are the people suffering the most, the ones on the ground, the ones who wanted the basic services in the first place?
1: ESCOM is an important strategic national asset. And we've made a call as FALGA, And we do have an MOU with ESCOM that it should be paid. Actually, we've been calling upon municipalities to honor their debt obligations to their various creditors, not just the ESCOM and water boards, but we're equally calling upon government broadly to also honour its commitments and debts to municipalities. Now, when the equitable share is withheld, because it's not only used to pay ESCOM and water boards, it's used for a number of other purposes. ultimately it is people in municipalities, you know, around the country that will suffer, not just the administrators.